radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Prime Time. He gets his fantasy football advice from 12-year-olds on TikTok. Micah. I put up so many points. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week 13 preview show fantasy football scoop and Oop. i am your host tony joined as always by bishop and micah and uh, it was a pretty crazy week in week 12. Uh, there was some wild things that happened. So much so that I made a poll question asking what was the craziest thing. And uh, these are the three that I came up with. Number one was a, uh, a pick six on a Hail Mary. Now, have you ever seen that, Bishop? Uh, I mean, I might have seen it once in college because that seems like something that would happen in college football all the time. But never in the NFL. I think that's uh, pretty out there. Yeah. And, of course, it was your Jets that did it uh, on Black Friday. So sad. (laughs) So sad. Uh, The other option was uh, the Bears winning a game on Monday Night Football without scoring a touchdown, which is pretty crazy. And they missed the the field goal, too, in that game. (laughs) Pretty crazy. Uh, And... The Bills and Eagles' second half was a scoring barrage where the Eagles came from behind. Uh, Nobody voted for that one. The winner uh, was the pick six on the Hail Mary, LOL, the Jets. Uh, Micah, did you vote on this? I did. Uh, I don't remember the poll anymore, so let me refresh the homepage. Um, I voted for Bears winning a game without a TD only because the... uh, well, who was the victim of the pick six? Was it was it the Jets? Were they the it victim was the of Jets. the pick yes. six? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's my logic because Tim Boyle sucks ass. So I was like, I expect that from Tim Boyle. So I chose Bears winning a TD, winning a game without a TD because that's that's pretty nuts. And they do it against the shitty Vikings, which is Dude, funny. It's a different. The Bears rival. always win without a TD. Like, don't you remember that Arizona game with the Dennis uh, Denny Green? Oh yeah, like. We didn't score an offensive touchdown, but we won the game. Granted, it was all defensive touchdowns, but was that the let them up the hook game? Yep. Yes, they are who we well, thought yeah, they but, were. But, but this was no touchdowns though. Like they had scored like yeah, in the defense. Matter. They find stupid ways to win, but it's it's always the common denominator is no offensive touchdown. <laughs> That's one thing you can guarantee. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, it was a that 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 pick six. That's the one I voted for. That was that was quite something. I don't think I'll I'll ever see that again. So, um, and that is winning with three out of the four votes. So you're the only one that voted for the Bears. Um, I'm surprised actually we got four votes because half the league is probably uh, not paying attention right now. So they checked out. Absolutely. Uh, so much so. Let's get into. The waiver wire. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. Finally, week 13. We're almost there, boys. Week 13 waiver wire. All right. First up, we got the Ted Lasso way. Spending $9 and picking up Christian Watson, wide receiver from Green Bay, and releasing wide receiver Jerry Judy from Denver. Uh, Next up, we also have Ted Lasso way spending $3. A lot of money spent this week. <laughs> Acquiring Jeff Wilson, who's been picked up like 10 times this year. And releasing, who did he cut? Let's see. Oh, uh, Donta Foreman, running back from the Bears. I have no thoughts on either of these moves. Um, I mean, spend your money. He, might as well. Are these keepers for Giuseppe, or what's going on here? I, That's what it looks like. Maybe? I, I, I don't know. His team is terrible. This could be keepers. I mean, he does love Miami, so that that explains the Jeff Wilson thing. Uh, but Christian Watson, I mean, I I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we got one zero dollar bid from Kowalski. Surprise! Acquiring a tight end, Evan Ingram from Jacksonville, and releasing uh, whatever that stupid tight end or quarterback's name is in Tennessee. I can't remember any names. Will something? Will Levis. Yeah, the Mayo Cannon. Levis. Yes. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, congrats. Uh, all right, now I'm going to go into the free moves, and I'm just going to go down the list. Uh, we got Team Taylor acquiring a tight end. Wow, multiple tight ends this week. <laughs> Dalton Schultz, Houston uh, Texans, and releasing Amari Cooper, wide receiver for the Browns. We got, uh, let's see, what else is next? We got uh, Bobby Big Balls' Cocksockers. Picking up Dunta Foreman and releasing uh, Latavius Murray, running back from Buffalo. And he also makes a defensive swap where he picks up the Atlanta Falcons defense and drops the New England Patriots. Did not know they were rostered. That's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, And then we got uh, Cologne Rocks with a couple pickups, acquiring the Rams defense, releasing the Tennessee defense. And also acquiring the Pittsburgh Steelers kicker and releasing Cincinnati Bengals kicker. And that will conclude your waiver wire segment for week 13. Thank God. Man, you got off you got off pretty easy this, this week, I would say. Yeah, at least more of that. That was great, guys. <laughs> Keep it up. All right. Uh, click this button and I got to do this. There's a letter in your mailbox. And we do have one email from uh, Kowalski, as always. <clears throat> and it reads, Nice knowing you, Mayo Man. I guess he's talking about Will Levis here. Broncos country, let's ride! I guess he's going with uh, Russell Wilson, huh? I mean, that's... Uh, let's that's, go. Let's go, let's ride. Tony Pollard was still my third best running back. 
So I guess uh, even when Tony Pollard scores, he's still not good enough for Kowalski, I guess. <laughs> You're on notice, Travis. Get your shit together. Um, and he says, 87 on my bench with a guy on IR. So I think Kowalski is just really feeling himself here, Bishop. Uh, is that what you think it is? I think we need to take him down a couple pegs. He's yeah, he's, uh, he, he's getting, getting a little too, too brave. Yeah, yeah. He'll get there. He'll he'll get bounced in the first round, and then all that. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, oh man, I can't, karma, envy. Yeah, yeah, or that too. Uh, it comes for us all. It does. He says to quote the prophet Hatori Hanzo, "I put up so many points." And he says, "Too bad that shit don't carry over on to the next." And he's out of song lyrics. There's no more song lyrics. As we found out last last week, uh, so um, that's it. Thank you very much for the email, Kowalski. Uh, and let's go to an audio clip from Giuseppe. Oh, the uh, the, the scooped poop uh, email wire is uh, has just got a reception here, and it's in Joku Watch twenty twenty three from a Tori Hanzo, and it says. Use or lose that fab. Ninjoku is ready and waiting, BDI. Nice. All right, let's 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 try this clip again. Let's see what happens here. What's up, everyone? Hope you had a lovely Thanksgiving. As you might remember from last year, I hosted the first Italian version of Thanksgiving for my coworkers, and it was such a big success that I did it again this year, and I actually hosted a second Thanksgiving on Sunday for my friends, so thank, uh, Friendsgiving. And the one thing I really noticed about the Italian version of Thanksgiving is that people are super excited. They were very, very pumped. They were looking forward to it. There's more wine, I think, that an, an Italian Thanksgiving than an American Thanksgiving. But the other thing I realized now was two different sets of people is the item that they seem that people seem to like the most out of everything is the corn casserole. And I have no idea why. I don't know if it's because corn isn't like a huge ingredient in Italian cuisine or if because it's filled with cheese and butter and that's never a bad combination. So I guess my question for you guys, since football season's dead in the water, what is the side dish that seems to be the one that you guys run out of or the one that you can never make enough of at your Thanksgiving that you either attend or you host? Hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk next week. And thanks Giuseppe for sending in that clip. Um, I can't say that I've ever had a corn casserole, Bishop. Is that something that you have you ever had that? I have never uh outside of him mentioning it last year, I don't think I've ever heard of that. I still haven't heard of it. Um I mean, maybe it's good. I don't know. It's food, so I mean, I'll eat it. Micah, what about you? You ever had a corn casserole? Can't say that I have. I've heard of sweet potato casserole at Boston Market, but not corn casserole. Yeah, he mentioned that it's got corn, cheese, and butter. Um, corn and cheese are not two things that I would think would go together, but uh, hey, man, if those Italians are getting down on some corn, uh, more power to them, you know? I can't imagine that corn is part of the cuisine in Italy. You know, there's not a lot of uh, corn fields, I wouldn't think, in, in, <laughs> in Europe. Yeah, I would think they just stared at funny, like, what is this stuff? I think it's like you trying to kill me with this. Hey, 
What are you doing over here? This is a Nata Gabagool. <laughs> Do you think they like import corn from like Iowa or something like that? They gotta have corn somewhere over there in Europe. You think? I don't know. I don't know if that's a if that's a European thing. Isn't like Ukraine filled with like cornfields and shit? Wheat. They have wheat. Oh, wheat. Yeah, that's wheat and like uh, nuclear uh, materials. <laughs> yeah. Well, corn is probably Excellent illegal combination. over there because like they uh, because like, like here you grow with all sorts of like chemicals, so bugs don't eat it. Right. And like you can't do that there, so it's probably not like a uh, not the cash crop that it is here. They also don't use corn syrup, so they don't they probably don't need as much as we do. That's good. Nice. But I do have an answer to the Giuseppe's query. Yes, go and ahead. The answer it's gravy. Because gravy. every Thanksgiving I have ever been to runs out of gravy. So I'm assuming that means people can't get enough of it because there's never enough to go around. And it's goddamn annoying. <laughs> yeah, my mom makes pretty shitty gravy, so there's always leftover gravy at my house. Nice. I it's just the mashed potatoes for me, buddy. I'm 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 eating all them mashed potatoes. There's there's none going home for leftovers. <laughs> yeah. Uh thanks, Giuseppe, for sending in that message. And let's talk about prediction results. Uh, last week we all tied. We all were mediocre. Three out of six. Uh, and the week prior, uh, I actually, me and Bishop led the way with four out of six in week eleven. Mike only had three out of six. So on the season total, there is uh, two weeks left here, and Micah's in the lead with forty correct, and I'm in second place with thirty-seven. And Bishop, you are dead last in thirty-two. Uh, so I, I don't think you're mathematically eliminated just yet. Uh, you're sure, like, uh, you're like in the hunt. You know how they show like all the bad teams uh, in the playoff <laughs> picture. I'm the Jets. Yeah, <laughs> you're Giuseppe. You're, you're the Giuseppe of the of the predictions. Yeah, you're four and seven, and you're in the hunt, quote quote unquote. <laughs> so. Uh yeah, let's uh let's get into this week. Um this is still intra divisional play. Uh we're not going to talk about playoff chances or anything uh this week because all the teams are are pretty much have the same record. So let's give it one more week. Next week we'll give all the all the playoff possibilities for all the teams in contention. So this week will just be a pretty 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 straight here. So uh, let's start as always in the balls Mahoney, and we have Turtles, Iowa Gangbang Thugs versus Team Spam, and uh, Micah. I will mention that Team Spam is a fourteen-point favorite in this matchup. Uh, it's been a rough year for Turtle. Uh, it's been a rough year for Team Spam. So, uh, who do you think is going to win this one? Well, part of the discrepancy there is that uh, Turtle's not currently starting a quarterback, but it's not going to matter because the Gardner Minshew Zach Moss connection is going to run wild, like the like the Mega Maniacs and uh, Breeze Hall against Atlanta. Uh, Team Spam here is going to steamroll Turtle. Unfortunately, Amon Racing Amon's going to have a good game. Amon Ra might even be the uh, 
the money winner for receptions or the receiver uh, spot, I should say, but uh, it's not going to be close. Uh, team spam is going to run wild and back in, uh, back in the hunt, as they say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Turtle's going to have to play Geno Smith due to Lamar Jackson being on a bye week. Uh, he's also playing Hollywood Brown, which uh, I'm not quite sure I like that. Uh, he hasn't exactly been lighting the world on fire. He's got two good players in Amon Ra and Nate Dog, Nate Dell. Uh, but it's not going to be enough because Team Spam's coming out here with Brees Hall, a newly uh, uh, elevated Zach Boss because Jonathan Taylor hurt his thumb, so he's out for a couple weeks. And he's still got Tyreek Hill. Um, even though even though uh, Josh Allen's on a bye, I don't really think it's your, your Team Spam is going to miss him too much this week. So I'm going to take Team Spam. Okay, I'm going to take the uh, Iowa Gangbang Thugs here. I think he's going to he's going to have to put in the, uh, Geno Smith at quarterback. And uh, they are playing Dallas, and it's in Dallas, but it's Thursday, and. Strange things happen on Thursdays. Uh, I think Tank, uh, I'll mirror what Micah said about uh, the money player for wide receiver, only I don't think it's the sun god. I think it's Tank Dell. Tank Dell this week is going to have 15 catches, 200 yards, and three touchdowns. Wow. Uh, and there's not much I could do to overcome that. Uh, you guys keep talking about Brees Hall. Like They're playing the, the uh, Falcons, who just shut down Alvin Kamara, who's far superior to Brees Hall, so I don't see Brees Hall doing anything. Um, Tyreek Hill might do well, but they're playing Washington, so if they're not, if he doesn't have two touchdowns by halftime, they're done throwing. So, uh, yeah, give me uh, give me Turtle there. All right. Let's go to the next matchup, and we have uh, Kowalski's Robot Unicorn Attack versus Team Spam. And uh, K-Wall is an 11.5-point favorite here against Team Spam, Bishop. So uh, who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, uh, yeah, it looks well, – I think it's Kowalski. He's, he's got a very good lineup. Um, although he is playing Russell Wilson, I think that's probably his only weak spot right now, other than that questionable character, Mike Evans. Uh, Tony Pollard's Thursday night as well. Like I said, Thursday's a weird day. Weird stuff happens. But uh, I think he has too many bullets to overcome. Uh, Team Spam is starting the other Houston receiver, Nico Collins, who's not Nate Dell. But he's he's very good as well. So I think that's going to be a positive for him. And I think uh, Travis Etienne is going to bounce back. He had a crappy week last week. They played Monday night against the Bengals without... Uh, What's that shithead quarterback's name, Burrow? So I think he might do well, too. What do you think, Mike? Well, my heart yearns to pick Team Spam, but with the way things have been going so far, um, I think I've got to go with K-Wall. Uh, he keeps rolling. Um, I may, should, may take a quick look. I do want to see how... Uh, uh, What's-his-face hasn't been doing too bad in Denver. Um, nothing to sway me to, to change my pick there. Even if Tony Pollard's playing on Thursday, um, I just 
I see no reason to uh, to buck what's actually been happening and the results in these games. Scoring 100 points every week, that's going to be K-Wall. I'm sorry, Team Spam. Uh, I'm going to disagree. I, I think I got to make up some ground on uh, on you, Micah, here. So I'm going to take Team Spam. Uh, and if you look at K-Wall's record, he's 10-2, and two, right? Well, Team Spam is one of the one of the two teams to beat K Wall this year. Uh, <clears throat> Team Spam has not lost to Kowalski this year, and I don't think he will this week. I like uh, I like I like uh, who do I like? Ah, oh, crap! I, man, my guys suck. <laughs> George Pickens at the end. George Pickens, two touchdowns. Let's go. Uh, yeah. George Pickens, he's my key to victory. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next matchup. And we have Giuseppe and the Ted Lasso Way versus Team Spam. And uh, Team Spam's actually a four-point favorite in this one. Um, so I guess I'll take this one. Giuseppe's coming off a, a big victory last week. I don't know if he necessarily wanted to win, but he did. Uh, and uh, Team Spam is just having a rough year, as we've documented. Um, I'm going to take the underdog here. I'm going to take Giuseppe. He's still got Patrick Mahomes versus the Green Bay Packers. Uh, and I think uh, I think uh, DeAndre Hopkins has a big week, so I'm going to take Giuseppe. Okay, I'm going to jump in here now because I've been eager to talk about Team Spam. Uh, I think this is the week that Team Spam turns it around, actually. I, I like uh, the Dolphins quarterback. Uh, like I said, Tyreek Hill, he's a, an enigma, but he has to do his damage in the first half, but the quarterback will be uh, doing well throughout the whole game, so he just won't beat the Tyreek Hill. Uh, he's got that uh, Drake London against the Jets. He's a phenomenal uh, wide receiver from Atlanta. And I think DK Metcalf is due for a bounce-back game. I know they're playing Dallas, and it's a tough defense. Um, but I think that he could do well. He, yeah, he struggled against San Francisco last week. Uh, I don't like Jake Ferguson. Stop with these tight ends, people. <laughs> Can you get – oh, damn, he's got T. Higgins. He has another – okay, drop one of these tight ends, the one on, who's on a bye, and pick up like a legit receiver – Anyone that has the WR at the end of their name and start him, Team Spam. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Team Spam here. How about you, Micah? Well, there's some, uh, you know, I wanted to kind of come out of the gate and just uh, just go with Giuseppe right away. But my heart, hold on a second. I know you're doing okay over there, Mike. We're all struggling. We're all worried about Team Spam. Oh, I got some death from, from Sweden, man. It's killing me over here. I swear to God. <laughs> God damn it, Sweden. Got the Swedish flu? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But uh, but my heart... <laughs> my heart does yearn a bit to... <laughs> to think... To, to, Steve Spam. <laughs> uh, but I can't. So 
<laughs> I'm going with Giuseppe. <laughs> Greasy Giuseppe. Oh, he's lathered up with that uh, obese, uh, obese Juventus fan. He's going to squeeze himself into, uh, into relevancy. Keeping oh. those dreams long. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go to the next matchup. And we got Bobby Big Balls versus Cologne Rocks. And uh, this is a classic must win for Bob here. Uh, Cologne Rocks is a two-point favorite. Uh, if Bob wants to make the playoffs, he needs to win this week. Um, so, Bishop, who do you think is going to win this epic matchup in the uh, Shula division? Um, You know, I actually... Hold on, let me click on something. Is Rashad White healthy? I thought I saw he left early last week. Oh, looks like he's healthy. He's not on the injury report. I'm going to take McLean here. I think he has, uh, you know, Derrick Henry's got a good matchup against the Colts. Uh, Austin Eckler's playing against the Patriots, arguably one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. He still has Garrett Wilson, Jet. Uh, it's, it's hard to go against teams that have Jets. Although, I see Bobby benched one of his tight ends. He's still starting one, but still. He's got out of that double tight end formation. So he has a better chance of winning this week. Um, and he has to play the correct quarterback because Justin Field is on a bye. Um, man. Yeah, let's go. I'll take uh, Cologne Rocks. But it'll be close. It'll be close. What do you guys think? I'll jump in here. Um, I think this is going to be a, a very close game. Uh, Bob has been like make or break it with defenses this year and his defense gets to play the jets. And that is a 35 or 34 over under in that game. Um, Tim Boyle, I think is still starting for the jets, even though Aaron Rodgers is actually practicing now, which is hilarious to me. Um, <clears throat> I think Bob can pull off the upset here. He's still got Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he's getting Debo Samuel back in his lineup. He's in the triple 49er formation here. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, Bob in an upset. Who you got, Micah? Well, I originally had uh, Bobby Big Balls, but when I'm looking over the roster, I mean, that's a lot of guys in one game, San Francisco at Philly. Uh, San Francisco finally has their defense kind of getting back to what it used to be. Philly has a good defense. Like, it's just about who contains whom. Maybe they don't contain each other. I have no goddamn idea. But he's got, Cologne Rocks has Derrick Henry back in the in the lineup against Indianapolis. Austin Eckler in New England is trash. Ah. Uh. Yeah, man, it's kind of hard. So this is uh this is a coin flip. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with Bobby Big Balls, and I'm gonna make that decision based on the quarterbacks. Um, Baker Mayfield's playing Carolina, who's just not good. Um, I know Baker Mayfield's kind of had an up and down year. Washington Commanders, Redskins, football team, whatever you want to call them. He's had some okay games, but uh, not always the best. I'm just going to kind of 
go with my original pick and stick with uh, Bobby Big Balls. All right. Let's go to the Ditka. And we have Santino's. You can't see me. You can't see me. Lucky Wolf, Wolf versus <laughs> Worm Frederick. And uh, Team Taylor. And uh, Worm is an 11 point favorite over Santino. Uh, Micah, I uh, I don't know about that. I think uh, there's something wrong with RT Sports. Obviously, it doesn't count in impact players such as uh, Brock Purdy and Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, so tell me who is going to win this matchup, Micah. Well, RT Sports can't handle the head games of uh, Santino not starting a full roster, even if the missing positions are just a kicker and a defense. I think RT Sports has the uh, the intelligence quotient of a, a former jewel grocery bagger who likes The Rock and is vindictive and wants to say mean things about Santino and saying, hey, you've only got a 25% chance to win. And he's probably right. Worm's going to win this week. Yeah, I I can jump in here. Uh, I'm gonna take Santino. I, 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 Worm is starting two tight ends. Okay, I'm gonna pick <laughs> against everyone who starts two tight ends. Seriously, and he How about has who, that, who rosters two tight ends. Yeah, or that. But he's starting a guy named Trey McBride. I made fun of him last week. I will continue to make fun of this guy. I don't know who he is. I mean, granted, they're playing Pittsburgh, so it might actually be a good play, but. Literally all of his receivers are on a buy. His whole bench is on a buy. Good lord. <sighs> yeah, uh, Santino's just going to plug in those kickers and defenses, and I think he'll be all right. Um, I hope he doesn't make any like dramatic uh, lineup changes. He might even bench Jamar Chase or Jamar Chase again. That'd be interesting with the Burrow injury, because he benched Jamar Chase before the Burrow injury, right? So he's proven to do it while he had a healthy quarterback. Is he likely to do it with an unhealthy quarterback? I don't know. Santino's on an enigma, and that's why I'm going to take him. (laughs) Yeah, he clearly hasn't made any lineup changes this week. Uh, If we had uh, Trevor Lawrence in the lineup, I might be swayed. But uh, I don't know if that's going to happen with Santino's roster. Um, I'm going to take Worm here. Even in the double tight end formation, he's been putting up uh, a pretty good run of points here. And um, even with uh, a bunch of players on by, I think he's still got a chance here to win. So I'm going to take Worm as well. And let's go to the last matchup where we have Team Spam versus BDI's squad. <clears throat> and uh, uh, Team Spam is a 7.5-point underdog here. Uh, I guess I'll take off this one. Um, BDI, he, he kind of screwed his season up last week. I don't know if he's going to make any lineup changes. Um, but oh, I guess he did. He put Pitbull Pittman in the lineup. Should have did that last week. But I digress. Uh, He's got good players. I think he's got enough to take down Team Spam this week. Um, So uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take BDI. I really want to take Team Spam, but 
it's the Cleveland Browns quarterback that's that's causing me to hesitate. Uh, I wonder if Team Spam can go check the waiver wire and get somebody because Team Spam has been on fire this season, and we don't want to see it wasted in this week. So we definitely need Team Spam to pick up a quarterback. But um, I don't know. Like, BDI's team is surprisingly not terrible. He still has Adam Thielen in, um, I guess. Maybe he's got bye weeks. I don't know. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is still in the NFL. I'm proud of him. Still on a roster. That's great. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll take Team Spam because I assume he's going to change that quarterback out. What do you think, Micah? Well, my heart does your to pick Team Spam. But Team Spam has seen the quarterbacks that are available on the waiver wire. And the best available quarterback, not on a bye week, is Kenny Pickett. So Team Spam was sad and forlorn and unfortunately has to choose the uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback, who is nowhere near as good as the Cleveland Browns defense. I do I like Team Spam's defense. I do like Team Spam's uh, roster. Aside from that, um, some injury concerns with Raheem Mostert. Jameer Gibbs should uh, see some action against New Orleans, in particular if Montgomery's hurt. Calvin Ridley's turning it around, but Team Spam is still facing that Cleveland Browns quarterback situation, and unfortunately, BDI has Dak Prescott, who's been blowing up. The breast that roster is not as good as Team Spam. But I think I think uh, BDI's got enough to take out Team Spam this week due to that um, aforementioned Cleveland Browns quarterback. So as much as my heart does yearn to pick Team Spam, I have to pick BDI this week. Also, for the record, the Jets quarterback is available. <laughs> Team yeah, Spam if... does not like Tim Boyle. <laughs> If only, uh, you know, you could have had like a mustachioed quarterback uh, in case of emergency to play this Good week. Call. It probably would have helped you out a little bit. Good call. Yeah, Team Spam fell for all the uh, Tom Brady to, to Cleveland rumors. <laughs> and unfortunately, Gardner Minshew had a few bad weeks, so Team Spam wasn't too impressed with the with the prospect starting him in the future. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's get some breakout players here. Uh, I'm gonna go to Team Spam. Uh, I think uh, I, I think uh, Nico Collins is a great play for Team Spam this week. Who, who do you who do you think, Bishop? That's actually a really good one. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Team Spam as well, and I'm gonna go with Jameer Gibbs. I think he's gonna blow up because uh, Saints just gave up a bunch of points to Bajan Robinson. So now they're facing another rookie running back, so I think he's going to tear him up as well. What do you think, Micah? You know, I'm also going to take a trip over to Team Spam. But I'm going to pick Zach Moss. Um, I think he's poised to potentially have a big game. Also against Tennessee, where he blew up previously for 28 points. So I think Team Spam is going to uh, ride the Zach Moss train to some victory and to some, some $10. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting week. Uh, this is coming down to playoff time. Uh, the The wild card is is up for grabs. There's like there's like six teams 
that have a, a shot here. Let me list them off real quick. Uh, we got Santino's, Lucky Wolf. We have Bobby Big Balls, Cocksockers. Uh, we got Team Spam uh, at 5, 6, and 1. And then there's Team Spam with 5, 6, and 1. And then also Team Spam at 5, 6, and 1. So the wild card is uh, ripe for the pickings. So, uh, I even think Team Spam is in the hunt at 4, 7, and 1. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, you're, you're probably right. You never count out Team Spam, that's for sure. That's true. Yeah. And that's Team gonna- Spam has clawed its way back from the depths. Oh, and that's going to do it for the Week 13 preview show, Fantasy Football Scoop and Team Spam. All right, show's over. I'm tired. and poop fantasy podcast now available on itunes also email us at scoop and poop at gmail.com